It's like how every comedian has like their take on the potato famine. Classic material. Yeah. Every comedian has their bit about dating. Every comedian has their bit about what's the deal with airline food. And every comedian has their potato famine material. You know. Yeah. Um, it's I hate whenever I go to an open mic and I'm like, Psh, another guy doing a potato famine bit. I'm yeah. A little bit hack, but it's a it's a classic. You know. Um. Uh yeah, Louis C.K. famous famous for his potato famine material. And famous, famous, great person. Famous, excellent person until the potato fan material hey, kind of yeah, kind yeah, yeah. Of See, that's what took him. <laughs> All right, that's that's enough. I'm done. I'm not going to say another word about this. Okay. Um, you've already been indicted by just being on the same show, though. All right. So don't think you can get away with this, Sean. Sean, my young friend. Mm-hmm. I've got a I've got a a proposal for you. Okay. So you're kind of a young entrepreneurial. You're kind of a, a a kid of many talents. I think is that is fair to say. Is that fair to say? Sure. Okay. Um. You know, you did uh, a couple different. You do like, uh, gamer stuff. You do like musical stuff. You kind of do like hockey and stuff. Um. Yeah. So I think a new avenue. Is is entrepreneurial uh, stuff, and I've got a, a plan to sort of fit into the niche where we haven't really uh, no businesses has dared to tread yet, and I think it's a real successful business opportunity, and I want you to be my partner in this. All right. So it's a guys only restaurant. Okay, I'm on board already. All right, great. I knew you would be. I knew once you heard that golden ticket of an idea, no one could. Turn because that I down. mean, here's the thing. You know, we live in this this climate where like there's so many gender issues. Like this is what we need. I I 100% agree. Yeah. All this Me Too stuff. All this, um, you know, he shed, she shed. I'm saying yeah. take the boys out for a, a couple wings and a couple beers at the guys only bar and grill, and you're just gonna solve it all instantly um so so here's the here's the basic uh little pitch and you know obviously you're gonna be my partner so if you have any suggestions or tweaks uh you know just let me know i'm, I'm thinking of just the name pretty straightforward just call it just for guys you know it could be on uh i'm thinking like maybe a half hour outside of vegas you know that kind of of aesthetic sort of a little bit divey a little bit gimmicky but still good good food and good atmosphere um and i've got a couple couple main menu hits that i think you're not going to find anywhere else and are really good for the the general vibe um all right so again if you have any other um ideas for the menu please let me know now the first one um i call this uh this will be on you know the chef's special entrees or whatever this is um this is called the meat master challenge that's the name of the dish um and it's one of those like you know gimmicky like oh if you can finish this 300 pound hamburger in an hour it's free kind of kind of thing you know yeah um the general gist is we get this very large but like kind of uh 
like super heavyweight lifter kind of fat dude, you know, like fat with a lot of muscle under the fat. He comes out like a sumo type body type. Uh, more like sort of like a Russian ultra power lifter kind. Not really like trying to slap you around, but he could like lift up like barrels and stuff. Like we got a, a bear. A yeah, proper bear. Exactly, a bear of a man. Mm-hmm. He's got like sweatpants on, but he's shirtless, and he comes out. And sort of slung over his, like, tree trunk-like neck, he's got several ropes, like, thick, you know, jute rope with, um, tied on the end, like, various delicious meats, whole meats, like, two rotisserie chickens, you know, one on each end. Another rope has got, um, uh, fucking, uh, glazed honeyed barbecue ham, um... It's got like some rib, BBQ ribs like tied around his shirtless abdomen kind of area, um, you know some 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 uh, turkey legs, just a cornucopia of meat just dangling over this man's neck. Okay. And the way it works is that were there sausages there? There are some sausages, but there's actually I don't want to oversaturate the sausages because there's okay. sausages in another. Sausages are the kind of the star of another of another menu item. Okay, sorry, I didn't mean to jump the gun. No, that's okay. We could get some. I don't want to say maybe not pork sausage, but maybe some something a little lean, like some turkey sausage, extra okay. large. Um, he comes out, and you have you any of the meats that you can take off of him are yours to eat and enjoy for free. Um, but he's gonna try to like slap box with you. As you try to, like, take them away. Not, like, full-on, you know, break your bone, but he'll, like, he'll, like, knock you in the head if you... And he'll, like, sort of mutter... He doesn't want you to eat it. No, they're his. That's his payment. So you're literally taking money... You're taking the food out of his his and his children's mouths if you try to take it off his thing. Um, so it is, it is why it is called the challenge. But, of course, you know, that's, like hundreds of dollars worth of fine meats that are potentially yours if you oh. are, are man enough to take the challenge so that's kind so of they're saying, they yeah. hired this guy they're not paying him money they just say we're gonna tie a lot of meat to you and you get to keep whatever you can defend from the people who we've and we've told them that whatever they get they can eat yeah so, so this is like a setup like conflict by the restaurant owners that's correct he basically comes in every morning uh, doesn't speak a word of English. We just tie these meats onto him, and we sort of, you know, pantomime, like, just <laughs> stand here, you know, stay in the building for eight hours, and at the end of eight hours, any meat still on you, you can just take home. You can just walk yeah, out with. I mean, there could... Well, I think as long as he is an immigrant, I was going to say, you know, there might be some legal problems there, but I'm saying, you know, I think it was smart to get the Russian guy, because then you might not have to worry about it. No, he'll he needs all that meat to maintain that physique he's got. So well, he'll, I'm thinking more you know, minimum wage laws. Oh yeah, that too, absolutely. You know, I'm not trying to pay pay uh people uh a yeah. wage. Um, of course not. Right. So that's and you know some people might say, okay, maybe if you're a kid, you know, you're gonna cry because you know dad brought you here and you didn't get even a single piece of meat. So we'll sort of say. Well, that's because your dad's. I mean, he's har- he's hardly your dad. Right, in what I'm sense? sorry if your dad can't wrestle meat away from a, a a hot Russian bear. I'm sorry you have a mom. That's true, and that's 
what we say under the uh, the menu item. It's on the kids menu, and that's what it says. If your dad can't wrestle us out of this giant Russian man, um, get a new dad. And then it has a picture of like cooler dads you could have under it, like Evil Knievel and like Bane from Batman and stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's so. But again, if like you know you want to show your kid, you don't want to disappoint him. I think as a you know if we kind of nudge the Russian guy, like, look, throw this guy a bone, literally, he'll like take one of the rotisserie chickens and like put his fist, put it over his fist, like put his fist into it, and then just punch the chicken into the person so like they're defeated but they also get like a savory beat down kind of you know yeah that you know what i keep thinking you're not gonna believe this but okay. i had a very similar idea and was even considering talking about it on this podcast but i decided not to well uh, lay it on it, me yeah, the idea, well, I mean, it's pretty much the same thing. It was for a restaurant, or really like a, a booth called Boys Only Ice Cream. That <laughs> was, there's just ice cream, but you're not allowed to have it if you're a girl. Like, we, we'll be very rude if a girl tries to get ice cream. We'll say, your place is down the street, girls only salad is over there. That, yeah, I like, we could just saw that as maybe like a franchise situation. Yeah. Um, they're, you know, connected, the parent company, whatever. Um, yeah. Here's my second menu item. This one is called uh, the chains that bind you, and it's kind of um, <laughs> all right. It makes you. It's like a thinker. Like it's sort of you're gonna eat and enjoy, but you're also gonna kind of think about your place in life. So the way okay. it works is that um, this very thin, tall, pale man in a black robe comes out with a little, like short, fat, kind of like hunchback apprentice behind him. Um, right. And they're carrying, like, a huge rope of, like, sausage links. Um, okay. And I, I the, think, yeah. he's got, the small guy has, like, the bulk of them, and the, the tall guy is, like, holding the ends. And they go up to you, and they just sort of, when you order it, they put just, like, a, a ring of sausages just around you. Um, and then they, they sort of inform you, like, you, you cannot escape the chains that bind you. Um, and as you eat the sausages, the uh, pale man is like, more sausages, uh, fr Frisco. And the little man will like, you know, feed him more sausages, but he'll just continually wrap around you. Um, so you, it sort of teaches you like, you know, we all are, are bound in many ways in the society we live in. And you're kind of eating the reality of that, because you can never eat all of the sausages. You think, oh, one last link, I can do this, and then, you know, just more sausages, and you just, another another rope just wrapped around. So how about that? That's a good idea. Thank you. I think, I mean, I mean, I'm not seeing how that's as you know, exclusively manly as the last one. Do you think that women couldn't handle that? Sean, let me tell you a little secret. Um, okay. I know you're young. I know you haven't been exposed to the uh, hardships of the world yet. No. Um, no woman has ever experienced um, any kind of um, hardship. Um, so they wouldn't really understand 
the whole meaning behind the sausages. It would j- okay, so it would just kind of be lost on them. Yeah, they'd be like, what's all this food? This is greasy. I don't like the sausages. And meanwhile, you know, some divorced single dad with like a bowl cut is just like eating the sausages. He's like slurping them up. But he, he's as just he's, crying. He's cr- yeah, he's crying <laughs> while he's eating them. And he's like, yeah. oh, this is the basil infusion is good, but what's better is the the reality of the master-slave dialectic that I'm tasting. Um, so really, again, a little bit too cerebral for the ladies. They yeah. can have one in a different restaurant called, like, um, you know, makeup ice cream that they can, like, No, eat. it's, it's going to yeah. be like a, like a Jamba Juice, but just for women. Yeah. And it's just, it's just, it's just like a normal place. And there's, like, a lady like, hey, ladies, who wants a, uh, kale cream? Kale cream. Delicious. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, they could, like, you know, they would have a smoothie that's, like, girls just for you smoothie. And it's all like, yeah. oh, treat yourself, you know, you deserve this, enjoy this, whatever. I'm thinking of one of them is called Mr. Right, and then a winking emoji. Okay. And it's, like, a, like a cucumber stick. Like a like a cucumber sta- shaped like a stick, so like a regular cucumber, but just kind of sh- the edges cut a little. Yeah. Okay. They've uh, or it's it's kind of dangly. It's got some branches coming off, and there's a leaf. Oh, oh. You, you can't okay. eat it. You can't eat it. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, I'm just thinking out loud here. I'm not. I'm not sure. Damn. I uh, yeah. I uh, not sure if I understand the symbolism behind that one. But yeah, well, yeah, I, I appreciate it. Um, we could. There's a lot of um, material there, I'm sure, for a, a girls-only smoothie restaurant. You know. Um, you know. On one hand, I'm thinking maybe we aren't the ones who should make it, but on the other hand, I mean, who would be better? How so, about how about one that's um, some like uh, peach grape juice, some some like leaves like some healthy leaves like kale like kale or lettuce or whatever they eat and then two big scoops of vanilla ice cream and the smoothie is called breast implants <laughs> okay um, well, okay i got one it's called quinoa temptation uh, uh, okay yeah it's just it's just a bowl of plain quinoa served with a wink it's not very Think, tempting there's gonna be a lot of wink well you're not a woman you don't know oh shit like. you're fair okay yeah. Yeah. Alright, good point, good point. Yeah, we yeah. could we could uh, bookmark these, come come back to this. Um, mm-hmm. There's another, I want to get back to some of the other chef special entrees at, at the Just For Guys uh, Steakhouse and, and Grill. Um, there's one I'm, I'm thinking called uh, the Leviathan. Um, okay. Now, this comes out, it's uh, three, uh, like, Hispanic men... Um, come out carrying this massive like lobster it's like huge it's like you know the size of a fucking pig or something and they plop it down on the plate in front of you with no tools or anything to open it up and then you have to sort of struggle to open up this this fucking lobster shell it's like the thickest shell you've ever even seen um super hard to break through and the entire time the three men are just like laughing at you trying to open it <laughs> while while drinking like mexican beers and uh and speaking in spanish uh behind your back which you can't understand 
uh, you know, just saying saying stuff to each other and laughing, and you're, you're getting sort of uh, embarrassed because you don't know what they're saying. And there's one of the Hispanic men is just very, very short, and he's kind of perched up on a little barrel. And he doesn't even speak. He just goes, <laughs> you know, as he's drinking yeah. like a, a beer that's half his size. They're kind of having a party over there, right? Oh, they're like the, I'm, yeah, I'm they're. Ima- I'm imagining they're playing music too. Like oh they, yeah, they have a boombox. They they one of the guys yeah brings out a little radio that starts playing like you know fun mariachi music. It sa- actually says in the little description you know normally where it would say like oh a salad tossed with olive oil blah blah blah. It would just says yeah uh, their suffering is or your suffering is their enjoyment. Um, and they're, yeah, really, really get a kick out of you, like, struggling and being such a wimp you can't open this uh, this lobster up. And if you ask yeah. if you ask one of them for help, they will sort of just walk over and, like, you know, bonk it lightly and, and crack it open and kind of really patronizingly pat you on the back and say, it's okay, it's okay, in, in English, you know? <laughs> um, okay. And then they, the one, the little guy ties, like, a little baby's bib around your neck. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then they 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 keep saying "baby, baby" in Spanish behind you, which I don't know what that is. You know, "el el baby, el baby" or whatever. You you got it. Nice. Yeah. So that's just again that kind of teaches you. You got to be a man. You got to be tough. You got to be able to, um, you know, show how you're strong you are and stuff. And if if you're not strong, you deserve to be be mocked for it. Yeah, it's the basic meaning of that one. Um, I think that one would be a real hit. Yeah, is that uh? Are those are those all the dishes? I've got two two more. Do you have any Whoa. ones? Two quick ones. I, I don't I don't know if I have any. Okay, well I'll I'll give you these last two, and then we can kind of do a wrap up on this whole uh this whole general idea. So you have any any final thoughts, or maybe we could return to the the woman's smoothie place or something. So uh, yeah, let the wind take us. This, the, well, hold on, one. that could be one. Let the let wind the take wind... us. Yeah, okay. you just get r- really big leaves. Actually, no, you you go. Okay, yeah, it sounds like you need a little more work on that on that. Yeah, one. maybe. Yeah. Um, here's one. You know, some people come to the bar after work. They don't like their job so much. They don't like their wife so much. There's things that look so good for them. Here's a nice dish just for you, you fellas call it the uh, savory farewell um it is six uh uh, spicy firecracker jumbo shrimp uh loaded into a shotgun a double-barreled shotgun um so you load you know two shrimps at once and then you just sort of put your mouth on the end and just shoot the shrimps into your mouth um that one's pretty good yeah um Last but not least, um, this one, again, on the kids' menu, uh, it's just called Death. Um, you're served a tiny baby, like a, not even has, like, feathers yet. It's like Balut. It's like a baby chick um, tied up with little strings, and it's so small and frail, you're just supposed to bite into it in one bite and just, like, sever its, like, spinal column and, like, crush its skull. And it's not cooked or anything, but the point is, you're not supposed to, like, taste, like, the meat. You're supposed to, like, taste the sensation of, like, life living, life, uh, like, leaving uh, uh, a living creature's, like, body. Um, and just taste what it feels like for something that was once alive to be dead. Um, so again, that's for, like, 
that's kind of our equivalent of like dinosaur chicken tenders, you know, or like the funny burger that you get. Yes, yeah, so this is on the kids' Fridays. menu. Yes. No, when you say men's only, are you just saying like, like do, do young boys count? Yeah, if you, if you have a dad with you, you know, it's kind of like the equivalent of, uh, you know, taking your kid out for a pack of cigarettes or whatever. You know, father-son bonding. Um, that's what I did. I don't know if this is a good idea, but I did. I thought of a dish that could happen. Okay. And it's it's called uh, the Dead Man's Gambit. Okay, good. This is a good name. So a magician comes out. And this guy has like a cape, a hat, an eye patch, everything. And he takes out of his his uh his jacket three birds. These are like cardinals, identical birds. They have their wings clipped so they can't fly away. Okay. And these birds look at exactly the same. What he does is he sets them out in a row and he puts some bird feed in front of all of them. But okay. in front of one of the birds, he also puts a tiny bit of poison. And he explains to you that if you eat the bird that eats this poison, you die. Oh, okay. After they all eat it, it's sort of like a spin on the cups and balls thing. Right. So he's, he grabs them, like, violently, like, squeezes them, and starts, like, just tossing them around, just, like, throwing them all around. They look exactly the same. Right, okay. So you have to be keeping track of which one. The, the, the thing is that he'll only serve this to a group of three people. Everybody has to get one oh, of them. Oh, ooh, okay. Interesting. And, uh, yeah, so you gotta be the one who doesn't die. That, I like that. That's a good one. That's for, you know, a couple boys who like, you know, getting into fun hijinks. They're kind of yeah. dollar menu nair kind of guys. It's sort of like chicken. Yeah. Like the game chicken. But it also is kind of like a, the meat chicken. Yeah. Nice. These, and these birds are not good to eat at all. Oh, like, really? This is the type of bird that has, like, a billion bones in it that you're <laughs> gonna choke on. I mean, there's a chance you'll die even if you don't get the uh which just makes it more exciting nice yeah we could serve that with a side of those berries that grow on bushes that you're not supposed to eat because they may give you a tummy ache or something yeah um it's a good one yeah we, we should put a warning underneath that one that says you know warning may cause tummy ache and like a little frowny mm-hmm. tum 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 mm-hmm. yeah that's that's uh that's good that's good i yeah. like that um the, the dead man's gambit that's yeah. pretty good. So yeah, that's I mean that's the general idea. Those are some of our big, big hot contenders. The chef specials. You could probably also order just like, you know, uh, ribs or something. But um, that's kind of you'll get mm-hmm. sort of jeered at if you do that. Um, yeah. So that's that's that. That's uh the fucking uh, just for guys bar and grill. I think that that's gonna be a a, a big big success. Yeah, just for guys. You know what it reminds me of. Well, besides reminding me of my idea, it also reminded me, it reminded me of, uh, do you know when Dr. Pepper had a new brand of, of Diet Dr. Pepper? Oh, yeah, Dr. Pepper Diet 10. Diet Dr. Pepper 10. Yes. And the slogan was, it's just, it was, no, it's not for women. It's not for women. What an incredible, I still can't, I'm still baffled by that. Yeah, that's amazing. Opinion. Well, because what they found out was that men don't like to buy Diet Soda. Right, because they think it's for girls or whatever, yeah. So they went really aggressive with that. They could have just said it's for men, but they had to... They had to go exclusionary on it and say who isn't permitted to drink this. It's that's so great. That, yeah, it's. And oh, I don't yeah. know what the rules were, but like, if you work at Seven Eleven, I think they instructed you that if a woman tries to buy it, you have to ask her to leave. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, it's like, yeah, if a miner tries to buy, like, cigarettes or something, it's like, no. I've, yeah. I'm sorry, I cannot sell this to you. That, that campaign was so great. Um, I remember that in college. Yeah, that, you can't get Dr. Pepperton anymore, anywhere, unfortunately. No. We would, hey, we'd be the last. It just shows, yeah. it just shows that you can't get anymore shows that society hates men. It's true. It's true. No more Dr. Pepper 10. No more, uh, uh the original He-Man cartoon no longer is running. Um. Don't remind me. I know. Um, that's what we would show in our restaurant. We would serve exclusively Dr. Pepper 10, and we would be showing, um, on, instead of sports, we would be showing the original He-Man, um, along with, uh, liveleak.com videos of like people like you know doing like surgery on themselves and stuff that's what men like that yes like the, yeah just for and laughs they're remaking they're making a teen titans live action show i did see the uh trailer for that that looks and they're like making shit. raven they're making raven a girl are you gee are you so it just goes me, to dude? it goes to show that uh they hate men that is true when else has raven been a girl before you know, uh, that's a raven, but that was a flu. That's that I thought I was a suit. Yeah, I mean that is that was a weird spinoff of the original Teen Titans, but yeah, um, yeah, okay. Um, well, I've got another idea, but why don't we uh take a commercial break uh here real quick? Uh, okay, get, take a word from our sponsor. So, what was the president talking about? Yeah, what's his name? Bin Laden nerd. Whatever his name is. Osama bin Laden was killed. I saw it on CNN. It was crazy. Can you talk about who Osama bin Laden was? Osama bin Laden was the leader of Al Qaeda, right? A bad terrorist. The He's bad guy. He's a horrible man. Bad guy. I don't really know the reason, but he just wants to kill everyone. And he did something that was not correct. He destroyed the two twin towers. A lot of people died that day, like 42 people died. Yeah, my dad lost a lot of friends to 9-11. How old were you in 2001? Four. Three. I was about one? Two months old. I wasn't born. Do you think there's anything else we could have done besides kill him? Not really. We could have put up 25 years to life. Well, we could have put him in prison, but then he might escape and then blow everybody up. You just go, go walk in. Boom. You just, you don't do that. They didn't. They tried handling it with words and it didn't work. Why do you think it took us 10 years to find Bin Laden? Because he was being a coward running from one place to another. Because he found a really good place to hide. Just a camper. He's a camper like on Black Ops. Saddam we found in like a hole. And I don't know if this is correct. I mean, I'm 10, so. And everyone was like, he's hiding in a cave. He's hiding in a cave somewhere out in Afghan. But he was just hanging out in the mansion. Some people don't believe that he that he's really dead because we haven't put a picture out showing. Oh, you better soon. Do you think they should release the pictures? Kind of yes, kind of no. Release them. I don't think that they should. Maybe like some countries would hate us even more. If people want to see him dead, yes. Don't let the kids see it though. Don't let Jake see it. Well, you know, I'm I'm one of those guys who don't in particular, you know, puke when they see a dead person. What do you think's gonna happen with other terrorists? When one bad guy dies, somehow another one pops up. Kind of like whack-a-mole, you whack one down, poop! There's always gonna be a bad guy. Well, it's gonna be a lot more dangerous, and then they'll get back at us, and we'll just keep going back and forth. He's the leader, so they might get revenge. I heard he has 25 children. Hopefully they would stop terrorizing people. Terrorists, if you're watching this, please stop terrorizing us. Why do terrorists wanna hurt the United States so much? Uh, there's really nothing to be 
I don't know. Because we're powerful? I don't know. I don't really get that because we're trying to help them, but they're trying to kill us. I don't think that they don't like us. It's just they're afraid of us because, you know, we have all of the technology, like the nuke technology. What do you think we can do to make them not so afraid of us? Maybe at the beginning we could have, before things got so terribly violent, we could have done something, but it's all downhill from here. You might know that the character Daisy is now in Super Smash Brothers. I'm aware, as an Echo Fighter. As an Echo Fighter. Now, I, it turns out, I didn't know this, but there's actually a niche but very uh, committed fan base of Daisy. And uh, they have a, an organization called We Are Daisy. They have everything. Like uh. an official Twitter, official Facebook, YouTube, a website. They even have... Uh, a change.org petition to get Daisy in more games that has 8,000 signatures. Hmm. Now, on their website, they describe, they repeatedly, re I think, mistakenly describe themselves as a support group because they seem to be under the impression that a support group is just a group that supports something. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. They're, they're the Daisy support group. I, they made a video celebrating Daisy getting in Super Smash Brothers, which I love because. It plays like the uh, like the 2001 A Space Odyssey thing, like da 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 da. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It, it's I can't do it justice though. You, I don't know if this is in the podcast, but you have to go see that. I will. Uh, I will look it up for sure. Um, yeah. Anyways, all right. That's um, I've got another pitch. If you don't have an idea. Uh, no, I, I do have an idea. Okay, lay it on me. Okay, so, I mean, I thought this is the best I could come up with, so... Uh, I've had an idea for an anime. I've been kind of inspired by the whole, like, high school girl magic genre. Okay. So it's, it's called Witch Academy. That's... And okay. It's, uh, it's about a girl who's just trying to figure out which academy she wants to go to. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, and then, I think in a... In the last episode, she finally decides that she wants to go to a witch academy. Oh. Which really sets us up for the premise of the sequel series. We, or maybe a movie, I don't know. Hmm. But the prem it's called Witch Witch Academy. So. That's pretty good. That That's the whole idea. I like it. Yeah, um, yeah. Which, uh, are there any, like, powers and stuff? I don't know. I mean, I'm just imagining, like, in every episode, she's just, like, you know, freaked out. Like, which academy? What even is an academy, though? Do we have those in America? Because, like, uh, is it, like, a university? or? I think it's, yeah, it's, like, more hoity-toity, I guess. I mean, um, if you wanted it to be a real thing, it could be, like, she goes and visits a different academy in every episode. Where it's, like, She's trying to figure out what she's good at. Like, she goes to the zombie academy, and they're like, ah, but to be a real zombie, we have to stick you with this. And then they have, like, a syringe. And she's like, no! And she has to run away. That? And then in, yeah. in the next one, it's like, I don't know, they could have, like, you know, movie star academy. But she finds out in the end she's a witch, I guess. That seems, that actually sounds like a real, like it could be a good, real, actual show. Well, I looked it up, and there is an anime called Little Witch Academy. Yeah, I was so going to say. I, yeah, I made the decision to not call it Little Witch Academy. It wouldn't even work with the pun. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. But, um, so that's good, you know. Yeah. Um, 
Academy. Yeah, that's just like for nerds, you know. Yeah. Um. Okay, I, I like that. Maybe she could have to like, um, fight a uh, like a Frieza-looking guy in every single Academy. Um, yeah. And it's never explained why there's always one guy who looks like Frieza. Uh, I think school. she probably. I mean, she has to have like a talking cat or something that like knows stuff. She, pretty, like, yeah. Is in her backpack all the time. Mm-hmm. She, I don't know. I mean, now I'm just writing a real show. Yeah, like, that's not really. Yeah, I mean, those are just like actual um, stuff. In a show. What's, what's your pitch, my friends? Well, my pitch. It's also for a show. Um, it's a little bit. It maybe. You know, live action. Um, so on previous uh, uh, episodes, I don't know if you've heard or seen. Yeah. Uh, I, I pitched two other um, show. I guess one was a movie, one was a show. Uh, called the movie was Devil Dad, and the, yeah. the show was Gamer Dads. So I thought I have a third installment in the Dad trilogy or Dilogy. Okay. Um, yeah. This show is called My Two Gay Skeleton Dads. Um, <laughs> was, the name was given to me by Spencer, uh, who's Good. on a previous show. Um, now, why don't I just explain... Let me just give you the pilot episode, like, premise. So, it, it starts out on a shot of uh, worldstarhiphop.com. Um, okay. And it's a video playing of two skeletons. And they're in the street, and they're in, like, jeans and and like hoodies and they bump into each other and they're like hey watch it funny bones the other guy like turns around he's like, what did you say to me and they both take their hoodies off and they start kind of shuffling back and forth like they're gonna like fight each other yeah and you know the film guy the guy filming the whole thing is like oh he just keeps like oh shit oh shit oh shit under his breath the whole time and finally one of the skeletons like punches the other one and all his bones like the other skeleton's bones just like break and explode the guy like you know takes his shoes and then like runs off and the guy's like oh shit and that's the end of the video um and those aren't the two main characters that's just kind of to set like the setting of the world you're in okay give you a taste like an intro bar scene it's classic yeah yeah you know shows you the universe then it cuts and it's a young kid maybe like 12 getting out of bed, and he's like, oh boy, school, I love school, you know, and he's in his little footy pajamas, and he slides down the banister, and there's a figure at the sink washing dishes, and he figures like, good morning, son, and turns around, and it's like, uh, like the Crypt Keeper, kind of, like that kind of guy, um, like, he's not fully skeleton, but he's kind of, like, maybe got, like, eyeballs and, like, ghoulish skin and, like, white stringy hair. And that's one of the dads is, um, this Crypt Keeper guy. Um, and he's, like, you know, um, uh, here's your lunch. It's, um, peanut butter and hell you know he does like a little like skeleton kind of yeah. bone pun uh, the kid's like oh thanks dad um that's the basic premise um, okay so that's one of the dads the other dad i think would be a guy like uh it's kind of like a skeleton warrior 
Or he could be like a retired like stunt bike jumper. I, I don't know no. why my mind went what? there. But no. I thought like what if one of them is like all sweet making sandwiches, the other one used to be like jump motorcycles over That's just I'm just I think the other one would be more of the tough guy. He would be I mean that's what I'm saying though. What's tougher well, than that? Like a warlord. Okay. All he right. would he would be kinda of like a ghost rider type guy. He would have like a big he'd be a pure skeleton. And he would have like flaming eye sockets and a big like Vikings helmet and like giant okay. armor. And he would, That's like, totally different than what I was thinking. He would come down, he would ride a big skeleton horse down the stairs from his bedroom, you know. He'd be like, have a good day at school, my boy. You know, and he gives him like a big bone trident. Um, they both wave goodbye and the kid goes to school on the bus. Um... And uh, that's the basic premise is, you know, they just do, like, fun dad and kid stuff, um, but they're making, like, skeleton jokes and stuff about, like, you know, um, you know, uh, what's another one? Like, but, <laughs> you, you can, know. uh, I can just imagine a skeleton joke. You don't have to. Um, fun. Uh, no, hang on. Um, is, oh, is there xylophone music in the uh, well, background? I'll get to that. Okay. First of all, that would be the opening theme. But, um, hang on, I want to think of this skeleton's pun. Because um, skeletons love making puns. Uh, hey, um, son. Here, oh, here's one. How, he's like, oh, I got a hundred, um, at the test today at school. And he goes, ah time for a reward ice cream bone and he pulls out an ice cream cone <laughs> and gives it to him and then he goes time for some sprinkles and he puts like maggots on it and the kid just eats them like oh sprinkles um now is the kid is a skeleton no he's a human kid did you already say that uh no okay good um no he's a human kid he's a regular boy it's never explained that, that makes sense. See, the similarity here is that this is my two gay skeleton dads, but there's the show Steven Universe is about is it's it's my three gay alien moms. Uh, is this set in the same universe? Are they all? I guess they are all. Of course they are. I mean, who, who else are they gonna? Um, but they're not gay with each other. That's kind no. of not the point. Two of them are, but two of them are one of them. Well, there are two of them are one of them. One of them is a widow, is not even, is just, got cucked. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I feel like Amethyst fucks whoever. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, yeah, no, it's sort of similar, but the Crystal Gems don't make, like, puns and stuff, and they don't, like, shoot flies out of their mouth and other crazy skeleton yeah. stuff. Um, and there could be one episode where it's take your, you know, it's like career day at school and, you know, the kid brings his skeleton dad in, one of the skeleton dads. It's like, uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Bone uh, Shard. Uh, so what do you do? And the, the skeleton, like, his head, like, turns, like, directly at the camera and he goes, why don't I tell you? And he starts 
take takes two of his bones out and starts playing his ribs like a xylophone. It does yeah. a little song like the do 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 the spooky scary skeletons, and he does a little song about like you know take flying the like naughty boys' rooms at night and taking their souls to hell and stuff. Yeah. Now I'm imagining what would happen is like the the teachers and the kids are all terrified because they hate gay people. Yes, this would take place in uh, Missouri. Yeah. Okay. So that, uh, yeah, that, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and you know, the song ends and the skeleton guy can like fly, fly out of the room. Um, and uh, not before going to the teacher and like giving him a big kiss and like a, a giant um, snake. Uh, no, a um, crow. No, um, a dead, a, a dying maggot-filled raven comes out of the skeleton's mouth and flies down the other guy's throat. Um, and then he flies out of the room and says, I'll see you at home, son. You know, I'll have apple sticks prepared. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, no, that's good. I mean, it, it, it hits you, and you have, like, the, the family, like, the classic... You know, my weird dad trope. Uh, but you also, it's also progressive. So. Yeah, exactly. You know. I think I think it's good. You know, it's gonna. It'll be a success. It'll be a. Uh, It'll spark some think pieces. It's a real, it's a real, yeah. It's a, it's kind of like King of the Hill for like Southerners, but this for like skeleton people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the I think that would be a very good show. Um, oh, I forgot the season finale. Um, they, the church, um, the principal of the school, comes to them, and they're home, and he has a Bible, and he has some holy water, and he's like, "I'm gonna show you you can't do this anymore." Um, and the you know he starts flinging holy water at the feet of the two ghouls and stuff, and they're doing spells. Yeah. Like, oh no. This guy, what are we gonna do? How can we show him that we're just two regular dads trying to have a good life for our son, you know? He's doing holy magic at us or whatever. And then, you know, one of the dads turns in and goes, Oh well, got no choice. Give me diffusion earrings from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> okay. And, um, they throw one guy throw, you know, one dad throws the earring at the other dad and they put the Wait, does he say the fusion earrings from Dragon Ball Z? Yes. Okay. Give me the Patara earrings. They put on the one Patara ear on each ear and they fuse into a big bone abomination. Um and it's we're gonna hire someone that could draw something so grotesque that like you can't even show it on TV, kind of. Yeah. Just something truly monstrous. And and, he, and he's just saying we're just normal guys. We, yeah, our yeah. love is no different than yours. <laughs> and it's just like just this awful sound, like as if they sound like someone had stepped in a teleportation machine at the same time as a fly was in it. Yeah, they just have like these corrupted vocal cords, just like how can you judge us? It's- ah! <laughs> and that's. You know, but it's like it's like a pro LGBT message about how like see they're just like any other couple. Yeah. Um it he says that and then the free skills, well 
I don't buy into that. And then the guy sort of shakes his head and goes, Okay. Um, he, he has some energy discs then, and he just sort of opens his hand up and like 13 energy buzzsaws fly out and just chop the dude up into like bits. Um, and then he goes, well, that's that taken care of. Yeah. How about we go for a meal out with the family to Just for Guys, my favorite restaurant with the kid. The kid goes, yay! And then he takes his son up and puts him on his little shoulder, and this giant bone abomination just, like, flies through the roof, breaks it, and just flies off. um, Flies off into the sunset, but the sunset is, like, that's where the camera is, kind of. So he, like, zooms in, like, towards the viewer, and it, um, freeze frames right as he's, like, approaching the viewer, and you, like, see down his throat, and there's, like, bugs crawling inside his throat. And he just, as he flies closer to the camera, his, you know, you can hear, like, getting louder, and it just freeze frames. Um, Alright. And that's the end of the, I guess the first season, maybe? Could be the series finale. We'll see if we get renewed. Yeah. Don't want to, don't want to put all your eggs in some baskets, because you're not you're not gonna find them. Yeah. So that's my uh, that's my pitch for uh, my two gay skeleton dads. Uh, third of the duology. What do you think? I think it's good. Thank you. That, that's uh that's a good is, yeah. So this is this is animated. No, it's a uh, live action. Okay, I think you said that. Yes. See, so, so it will be real skeletons playing the skeletons. Yeah. And they better be really gay, because there are too many gay skeletons who can't get roles. That's true. To give it to, to That's give it true. To some, can't give it to some straight skeletons who, you know. We're gonna, um, um, we're gonna dig up the bones of some yes. actual, uh, um, Talk to the gay skeletons uh, here. Elton John and Freddie Mercury. Um. And Abraham Lincoln. And Abraham, yeah, sure. Yeah. Is that confirmed? Uh, no. Okay. I mean, yes. Oh, okay. Great. 